just for fun, you should convert the Rubberneckers Patreon to Rubberneckers slash Boomer Bunker. That would be hilarious. Oh, just- oh, oh. Hey, everybody. Boomer Bunker Monday morning. Laughing at all these Zoomers who think they have a future. I am Boomer Bob and wondering what a Zoomer is. John Jamingo. What is a Zoomer, Bob? Uh, is that Gen Z? That's Gen Z, yes. That is Gen Z. Okay. Mm-hmm. Got that. So how is uh are you rattled today because daylight savings time is today? It's your first day since they changed the clock and everybody's talking about how there's death, deaths over this. I'm not really rattled, but you know, we experienced climate change here Friday into Saturday. It was 70 degrees on Friday, and we woke up Saturday to two inches of snow and I mean the kind you melt, not the kind you smell. Um, I have an audio clip, actually, about uh, daylight savings time, if you will. Okay, I got one, too. Daylight saving time gives us an extra hour of daylight during the summer while making the days shorter during the winter months. And not everyone agrees on whether it's good or bad. I don't know why we're doing it. I'd say do the same all year round if other states are doing it. I would prefer they pick one time and stay with it. You can't even agree on the name. Savings. That's what I hear. I think daylight saving time. The correct phrase is daylight saving time. No S. Who came up with the concept anyhow? Was the farmers to give them more time to plant spring crops? Or was it entomologist George Hudson who pushed for it to give him more time to search for bugs? Or did the Germans first use it during World War I to try and conserve energy? I know the answer. Germany became the first country to enact daylight saving time, and now 70 countries use it. But critics today say it increases energy use by about 1%. Second question, how many states don't use it? Only Hawaii and Arizona. Does it really impact our health and well-being? Numerous studies show the extra hour of sleep we lose by springing ahead (laughs) causes a 24% increased risk of heart attack, as well as an increased risk of stroke and seasonal depression. Corey Lazar, Wink News. Wink News. Never knew that that was a name of a news outlet. Hey, you know what? I'm one of the head anchors at Wink News. And while they're, yeah, Wink, just kidding, (laughs) fake news. Uh, It's, you know, while you're correcting people, how about teaching them to say nuclear, not nuclear? Nuclear. Nuclear. Mike's in the chat and says, there's an S. There's an S on daylight savings. What does it matter? Saving, savings. What, what does I'll it matter? I'll out of shape over that. It's Jesus save, not well, saves. I, you know, our country here is in such horrible shape that one of the New Jersey senators, Senator, Senator Cory Booker, oh. or as we like to call him, Spartacus. He was the mayor of Newark, right? He was the mayor of Newark. That yeah. shithole. That shithole. Wish I could get a pat on the back every time I did a bad job. Well, here you go. This is what he's worried about. War in Ukraine? Nah. Nuclear war? Nah. Gas prices five, six dollars a gallon? Nah. That's not the problem. On Sunday, the overlords are going to tell us to spring forward, to change our clocks. Why? There is no good reason that twice a year we're springing forward, falling back. We need to this time spring forward and stay there. I, I've been asking this question all my life. Why do we do this? No one has a good response. I think somewhere in grade school, somebody told me, oh, it's for the farmers. Well, it's not. It actually hurts farmers. There's evidence of that. 
Now, people might be saying, Corey, why are you dealing with an issue, all these other issues in the world? Why are you dealing with this trivial issue? It's not trivial. It actually causes us harm. The studies are clear. I feel nothing. Jumping back and forth, <laughs> heart attacks go up. Strokes go up. Traffic accidents go up. Even seasonal depression goes up. This is about our well-being. This is about stopping this ridiculous back and forth over and over for no good reason. I'm joining a Florida senator, Republican. I'm joining them in a bill to change this. And I'm telling you, it's not just because I'm angry at my dagnag microwave because I don't know how to change the clock. No, doing things that make sense, doing things that elevate our well-being. Well, enough is enough. Let's this time spring forward and never go back. Isn't he one of the overlords? He is one of the overlords. And here's the other thing. Well, he, you know, he used to bang, uh, as Mike says, uh, Rosario, Rosario Dawson, Rosario Dawson. Yeah. So they just broke up. What, what do you think, Bob? How would you, I'll be honest with you. I would be, I would be just as happy as if they moved it one to daylight saving or savings time and left it there. Yeah, we could do away with it. I've, fully agree i think it's antiquated and it, and it needs to go away but his presentation of why is absolutely stupid it's like it causes depression and death and stroke yeah just like your fucking fake ass pandemic bullshit did that you were behind 100 percent. well i have a uh, rebuttal to that see you worry about being wrong because you worry about what other people think of you because you're a cunt your dad's a vagina and your grandparents are cunts. I don't know how you can go wrong with that answer. Who's that guy? Any idea? <laughs> Dan Pena. You never heard of Dan Pena? No, I've never heard of oh, Dan Pena. Oh, you want to laugh. Isn't uh, Pena like uh, Espanol for dick or something? I, I don't know. But if you want to laugh, you got to go find some Dan Pena. He's like a business guy and he just oh, yells at Pena. people. He screams at people. Tells them to shut. I mean, he's a... You think I lose my shit. This guy's, I can't believe he's still alive. <laughs> that's the teacher from Boy Meets World. I don't know if that's true. That can't be true. I have no idea. <laughs> to be honest with you, I would just say leave it here. I don't want to leave it at standard time. I liked it the hour at the end of the day. I like it lighter. Did it mess you up at all? Like, did it ruin your weekend? No, but see, here's the difference. All right, so I am on the east, east coast. Like, I'm close to the Atlantic Ocean. Right. In oh, it's all the Eastern Standard Time goes all the way out to Ohio, which is an hour. It's basically an hour away. So let's say the sun is coming up here at seven a.m. Well, it doesn't come up in oh, you know, in Ohio, in Cleveland until eight o'clock. So they get an hour. So it's it, again, it's all it's all relative to what you what you know. And I like it in the summertime. I like it staying lighter later because I'm asleep during those early hours and I don't care. Right. And Bob, you know, it's all about me. Okay. Isn't it kind of the same as if I came up there to visit you, you know, I'm in the central time zone, so I'm an hour behind you. And if I came to visit you for a week, I think by the end of that week, I'd be pretty well adjusted. Yeah. Sure. You I mean, would. I'd, I'd be adjusted probably on the ride there or on the flight there, but correct. it's just, I think they're, you know, making a big deal out of nothing. I, I think it's, a dumb thing we do. I don't understand why we do it still. I think there's a lot of things that need to be rewritten that were written a hundred years ago. Yeah. 
it didn't affect my weekend at all. I mean, the wife and I, we went clubbing Saturday. Clubbing? We went to Costco and Sam's. Oh, that kind of clubbing. I was hoping for like a, a rim shot kind of thing, but I guess I should have told you I'm, I'm going to need that. There we go. Thank you. <laughs> clubbing. I, I just, I wanted to see a boomer Bob out there cutting a rug out there. No, you know, my wife, <clears throat> I guess uh, a colleague of my wife's from work is in a band and their band was playing in a, a neighboring town and and she was like we should go sham and i'm like i just have no desire to go to a bar ever again for any reason i don't like crowds i it's don't just, like people it's not that for me i'm just so i'm dude i've been doing that all my life i'm tired of not i, I don't go there to get drunk i go there because my band's playing there or my best friend's band's playing there and i'm just so sick of it and bored with it and just over right. it time to move on so I'm, i gotta oh i'm sorry one thing so, I did do yesterday is I changed the cabin air filter in my wife's car. I've never done that. I have never changed one ever. It's a 2018 Lincoln MKZ. And I have done complete stereo installations that took less work. This was so stupid. I had to take out the entire glove compartment, uh, which is it a thing? My wife, you know, from Jersey calls it a glove department is that a thing there or is, is it just a, a her thing that's a her thing it's okay a i'm just checking i'm because i didn't know i was like are we at are, are we at jc Penney's in the glove department in the you glove know? department oh. now yeah that it was an absolute i'm glad i did it because hers was i mean this car's only got like twenty thousand miles on it but that thing was loaded with shit i could not believe how bad it why, was why why make it so if it's a filter that needs to be changed why put it somewhere where you got to take shit apart to get to it that it infuriates me it's like whenever i have to work on my truck i i feel like just when i get done i feel like going and driving to wherever dodge is and finding the engineers and just punching them right in the face right it's ridiculous it's like they take a motor and they send it down the line and they just take and build a truck around it it's yeah. ridiculous you can't yeah. i can't remember the last time i could ever take out the last two spark plugs on a car probably your uh your 67 firebird or 74 firebird with the six straight six. That's yeah. when you could get to the plugs. You mean my Pontiac oh, Prius? That's it. <laughs> and, uh, so anyhow, I got some feedback from the last episode from my buddy Deuce, from my old co-host from the Brand X podcast. Oh, cool. And, is and it he bad? says, I, si I am simply amazed as to how you entirely rewrote the history of the Arab oil embargo in 1973. But don't feel bad. Camaros and Firebirds came standard with an inline six from 1967 until 1980. I did not know that. So you had to pay extra for a V8. That's I, amazing. I didn't know. I thought that they uh, they all came with at least like a 305. I did too. I don't think I've ever seen a Firebird or a Camaro. Now listen, I'm not saying that Deuce is wrong because if anybody knows anything about about cars, it's Deuce. He's an he's like an encyclopedia, right? And I said to him, I said, hey, I blame you. You were always my fact checker. And these are a memory of a 12 or 13-year-old boy. And I also get a lot of stuff wrong. So there you go. So I guess, in a way, I butchered the history of the Arab oil embargo in 1973-4 when I was 12 or 13 or 11 or 12 or so, whatever, whatever, however old I was back then. I thought that your account was accurate enough. That's all that matters. It's a, it's boomer bunker, boomer bunker accurate. 
Hey, we're over opinionated, under informed. Exactly. <laughs> That's so the I, of this podcast. You know, we're not as quick to pull out our phones and type it into Google as the younger yeah, yeah, generation. But the thing with Deuce is he doesn't have to. He's got oh, a. It's amazing. His mind is like a steel trap. It's crazy. I, I used yeah. to call myself an arsenal of useless knowledge too, but that is quickly changing. Yeah. Well, okay. I'll consider it useless. Hey, Tom Brady's coming back. Why? Is it because he had invested too much in Bitcoin and now he's worried? I think he spent six weeks hearing dad, 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 honey, 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 honey. Fuck, I gotta get out of here. He's done. Yeah, he's all his life. He's been into this routine. And one thing about Tom Brady is he's really into his routines, the way he eats, the way he exercises, the way he does things. It's all routine. Well, that's what makes him, I guess, the goat. I don't sit here and slap his back like everybody else does because I really don't give a shit. But you don't get that far with his career and his, you know, numbers and all that stuff by not being that way. Mm -hmm. He sent it out in a tweet. These past two months, I've realized my place is still on the field, not in the stands. That time will come, but it's not now. I love my teammates. I love my teammates, love my supportive family. They make it all possible. I'm coming back from my 23rd season in Tampa. Unfinished business. LFG. What is um? I think that would be let's fucking go. Nice language. Hey, what's so what? Body mouth. I'm just playing, dude. Yes. Hey, yeah, I, I think maybe he, you know, realized it's harder to keep a side piece when he doesn't have anything to go, like an agenda each day, like a reason to leave the house. You think he's got a side piece? I don't think he does. Don't all those assholes. Not him. I don't see that he. Why? Would. Because he's with whatever her name is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that and number two. Is Isn't he with like Giselle or something? Giselle Bunch. Yeah, I don't know. I don't I don't keep up with all that supermodel bullshit. I don't I was never that guy who sit here and goo gooed and gaga over these chicks. I don't care. I just good you for know, them. listen, he he had two supermodels pregnant at the same time. He had uh Bridget Moynihan, oh. the girl that plays um Erin Reagan on Blue Bloods. He had her pregnant and Giselle at the same time. And he picked Giselle and she makes a shit ton of money too. She probably make she probably worth as much, if not more than Tom Brady. Wow. If he wanted to, I'm sure he could have took a job with uh, one of the networks as a color commentator and made not the same kind of money, but he would have been able to go out on the road and be away for the whole season you know, for a couple of days, he would have, you know, it would have got him out of the house for a couple of days. Like they would have left like on Wednesday and he would have been back Sunday. You know, he's would have been two days. I, okay. I yeah. guess changing subjects. No, this just goes along. You said he had two supermodels knocked up at the same time. Well, this, this, check this kid out. Teacher accused of having a threesome with teenage students. Oh, two no. teachers accused. Yeah. Check this out. I'm going to turn the auto down because it's a little annoying. Wait a minute. That's the kid, and he's all grown up now. <laughs> That's exactly what I'm saying. I'm telling you. They're like, oh, he was raped. Does that look like a rape victim to you? Oh, you no. Seen? 
That's a that, he can tell that to his grandkids. You know what I mean? That's a yeah, I mean that's a story. That's not a rape victim. He's over there. He's fist pumping in the air. Mm-hmm. I don't care what anybody says. TikTok's I amazing. Women are out of jail yet. <laughs> oh my god! He's all like, yeah. That dude's so great. He pulled two crazy. teachers, not just one, two, two. Now that's a charming motherfucker, that kid. <laughs> Straight A's. Yeah, and everybody's like, oh, well, that's statutory rape. Bullshit. He wasn't raped. He was he was into it. Exactly. Oh, he was manipulated. I don't think so. Mm, yeah. Back to Tom Brady. Sorry. <laughs> okay, so the last touchdown he threw... He threw it to the wide receiver. His name's escaping me right now. I don't care anymore. And that guy gave the ball to somebody in the stands. And they didn't realize. That's right. That's right. They didn't realize that that, that was going to be his last touchdown because they, they were still pl- they were still playing right. the game. That guy took the ball and auctioned it off because that was the last, since Tom Brady retired, that was the last foot touchdown that Tom Brady ever threw. Saturday, a guy bought that ball. For five hundred and eighteen thousand dollars. What? Five hundred and eighteen thousand dollars for that ball from Tom Brady. And Sunday, Tom says, "I'm coming back." That guy probably shit himself. So now that ball has already made the money transfer. The ball's worthless. If not, you just cancel it. I don't think you can do that. Well, whatever. There's going to be lawsuits. There's going to be lawsuits. I would sue Tom Brady. I'd say, you know what, pal? I want $518,000 for this ball because this is supposed to be the last touchdown pass that you ever threw. This is false advertising. You said you retire. Either you retire yeah, I don't know. or give me $518,000. I don't know. I watched a Brady Bunch episode yesterday about this, and it was Greg bought his first car for 100 bucks, and it was a hoopty. And his dad taught him about, you know, let the buyer beware, man. I understand that. But I mean, could you, like he said, all oh, excited, he's got the last touchdown that Tom Brady ever threw when he wakes up this morning. I'm coming back, motherfucker. <laughs> Man. I mean, cut me a break. <laughs> Tanya Harding. <laughs> there's, a, there's a note here in the chat from Zaniac Zoom. Uh, Take matters into your own hands, Tana, Tanya. Oh, Harding. yeah. Yeah, club him in the knees. Whoops. That's right. I thought this too. Uh, Mike says, uh, uh, I bet the kind of people who have $518,000 to spend on a football probably don't give that much of a shit. That was a unspoken yeah. thought that I had. Unless some idiot sold a bunch of stuff and thought that, you know, he could turn that ball around in a couple of years and sell it for a million something. As my, other, my other unspoken thoughts were, I guess who cares, right? No, me, I'm just an idiot. So, Juicy Smoulet. Uh, <laughs> anybody who's in our, our Discord knows what I think about this. Juicy Smoulet. He uh, was sentenced on Thursday. He got 15 months in j- 15? I, I don't. You know what? I don't even know. I forget. I know he's on. I think he has 30 months of probation. I forget how long he's in jail for. I think it's under just under a year. Maybe a year and a half he's got. I don't know. I forget. Anyhow. <laughs> I'm always close. My wife. I'm sorry. We're going back. Wife says, uh, I would take that football and throw it through Tom Brady window. <laughs> <laughs> Shh. 
she like didn't even give him like ownership of the window. She's a hood style Tom Brady window. <laughs> yeah. So anyhow, uh, so of course he's playing this this part all the way to the end. Says that he wasn't. He's he's not guilty, and he wouldn't apologize, and he wouldn't admit guilt. So that judge said, "Guess what, dude? You're doing prison time." So now he is in this jail psych ward because you know I'm not was- suicidal. I'm not suicidal, but I might be. You know what? I could take his outbreak. Um, and I don't know why the the judge didn't say, Hey, Hey, don't act like that in my courtroom and then give him maybe some more time. But this thing where he held up his fist as he was walked out of the courtroom and, right. and you know, yelling, I'm not suicidal. I'm innocent, whatever. That was, I'm sorry that, that just, I don't, I know zero black people. And I had one over at the house the other day. Woo, uh, my hey, one black friend. That's right. That's right. I am not was racist cleaning, because of was that. He, was he cleaning your gutters? Uh, no, he was bringing over something, something. So, <laughs> oh, oh, it's right. So, you're black, you're yeah, black dealer. That bit. Come on, <laughs> well, got to add it like that. So anyway, and I, I asked him, and he was like, "Yeah, that is, I was like, you know, what is? I mean, this would be like a black thing, right? Like the black fist, you know, mm-hmm. right? All that stuff and whatever. And it's like, is that like Jussie going? Yeah, you know, black power or what? Or it means I'm coming to jail. I want to get fisted. What does that mean? I don't know. I don't know. I, he's anyway, going to jail I just, five months. Five months he's going to jail. Well, I would have made it 12 if I was that judge. Yeah, he's not going to serve five months. He'll be out in hope, good behavior or whatever. I hope he gets Epstein. I hope they let him have his, uh, his uh, laces, even though he's wearing flip-flops. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I feel bad for the guy. I really do. I think he, he tried. He's an idiot. I mean, there's no doubt about that. The man's an idiot. I mean, he couldn't have done his first job. If I was Trump, now that he's been convicted, I would sue him for defamation. Because he said he claimed that they yelled MAGA. I I get listen, I understand all that. And of course he could sue him, but the guy's not gonna have any money left. And and it would cost Trump more to sue him for this than it would that he would get out of it. So they should like make him host some awful like game show on on ABC or something, you know. You know, he was in South Carolina this weekend, Trump, and I didn't hear any of it. I didn't get it. You know what? I'm bored with Trump. I mean, it's all the same. Really, I am. I'm bored with him. I hope he doesn't run. He's going to, but I hope he doesn't. I can hear him up there now. Juicy Smollett. God, said MAGA people attacked him. Well, apparently, that was all false. Now, Juicy's in the big house, doing big time. Yeah, I can see him using it, you know, on, you know when he's stumping around the country but I can't see him suing. I think he would get more uh, play out of that. Anyhow, <laughs> Duchess says the next apprentice. Juicy it's like the chat can read my thoughts. I was over here going the apprentice. Maybe he should host the apprentice, but then I thought, well, no, maybe something else. Then I, I just couldn't come up with a joke. So I just didn't say anything. Yep. Uh, sometimes the chat chats funnier than we are. It no, happens. No, all the time. Not not sometimes, John. All the time. So all what's right. your next story there, pal? Uh, ah. Pfizer, Pfizer now says, mm-hmm. how about a fourth shot? I think you're going to need a fourth shot. We said to get a booster. We're going to give you another booster. Well, okay. How did that work out in uh, Israel? Did that help? No. No, it didn't. 
But we, we figure we should give you another booster anyhow. That's their new recommendation. <laughs> That's what I love. Somebody doesn't quit. Alrighty. I didn't know we had COVID stuff or I'd have grabbed some. Yeah. Well, that was just, I, I, I just, I can't stay in this guy, the, the head of Pfizer. Oh, you're yeah. talking about Trump. I've got a clip of Nikki Haley. Well, first, I'll tell you, my very first speech at the United Nations was in support of Ukraine and hitting Russia. Protocol at the United Nations was to meet with the Russian ambassador first, and I purposely threw protocol out the window and met with the Ukrainian ambassador first. Putin is an evil tyrant. He has proven it whether he tries to poison his political opponents, whether he shoots down planes, um, whether he assists Assad with chemical weapons in Syria. He has shown us time and time again that he is evil. What I will tell you um, about President Trump, Trump is as much as everybody wants to talk about what he says, what I look at is what he did. He sanctioned Russia. He expelled diplomats. He shut off Nord Stream 2, which is all Putin ever wanted. He built up our military and he made us energy independent. All of those things countered Putin and countered Russia. This never would have happened under Trump. What we have to look at now is how do we make sure this doesn't go further under Biden? I was unaware that it was because of Trump that Nord Stream 2 wasn't operational. From what I read here, you know, last month or so, it was because I guess the German inspectors who inspect that kind of shit, they hadn't given it the approval yet to be turned on. But apparently that was propaganda because she's saying it was Trump because of him that or, or he, he shut down Nord Stream 2. Now, I don't know if he means the building of it or the operation of it. I know Ted Cruz, the senator from Texas, was involved in this, too. Oh, Eddie Munster. Yeah, Eddie Munster. He was involved in this, and he, you know, he was someone that did not want that to go through. Because once that went through, then they didn't need Ukraine anymore. Uh, because they were trying to send it through Ukraine. So, and that's, but okay. But here we go again. They're still over there. They're still fighting. Uh, we're sending in weapons. We're sending in all this stuff. Somebody, it's been too long. Somebody's got to get in there and stop this. Some somebody, and I don't know who that somebody is. I still think we should send Trump over. Well, I guess do it. Has, hasn't Putin kind of become the new Saddam Hussein? Because they are really demonizing him. I, I'm not saying that, that that they don't have reason to. I don't know. I'm an, I'm a stupid house painter. I understand this, but hey, you didn't have to agree with me. I know. I understand that. <laughs> I understand your stupid house painter. Listen, the, uh, the the whole thing is why would you attack the whole country? I, I, I mean, I understand, you know, he could have done. I think it's just because he figures that there, nobody's going to stop him. And guess what? A, he so far, he's right. Because. Even Europe now has just basically taken the lead. Like Biden's like, yeah, we're going to do him. If that guy does, uh, we're going to do something. And they're like, sit down, Joe, we got this. So basically Europe now is kind of bolstering up and trying to get him to stop. But who knows? And this is why elections matter. And this is why you need a strong leader. And this is why you just can't vote against somebody because he's got mean tweets and he doesn't say. You ever have a work? For, well, if you've ever worked for a company and your boss is like kind of an asshole, but he does a great job, you know, doing what he does and why the company's growing and you can get raised and stuff like that, but you got to put up with him because he's an asshole. Every boss I've ever put, had. 
yeah, sometimes you got to do that. Sometimes you got to put up with somebody because they're not sitting there telling you what to do and how to do it. Oh, when you did your awesome Biden Im impersonation or impression, is it an Im impression or impersonation? I don't I never know what to say. It could be impression. This came to mind. The only way to spare more pain and more loss, the only way. The only way. What's the only way? These millstones no longer mark our national mourning. These milestones, I should say, no no longer mark our national mourning. He gave up. Right. He can't take notes. Right. Damn it. How about this awesome clip? So I will say what I know we all say, and I will say over and over again. The United States stands firmly with the Ukrainian people in defense of the NATO alliance. Um, hold on. Moron. So she said what now? Hold on. Moron. I will say. I will say. I know we all say. I know we all say. Over and over. And I will say over and over again. I don't. I don't know what that means. The United States stands firmly with the Ukrainian people in defense of the NATO alliance. Um, the Ukraine is not part of NATO. She's on a roll, like when the Germans attack attack Pearl Harbor. The this White House even changing the transcript, which we have here to read. The United States stands firmly with the Ukrainian people and in defense of the NATO alliance. She is really. She is really what? This guy nails it. Out of her depth, especially when she goes over to Europe and starts talking about this kind of stuff. She's she's sort of unsafe at any speed. She's unsafe at any speed. She is the Corvair of <laughs> vice presidential candidates or sorry, vice vice president. She's the, Ford, she's the Ford Pinto of vice presidents. If you hit her in the ass, she bursts in the flames. Hopefully. Love well, me. the Corvair was, was called, uh, unsafe at any speed. Oh, gotcha. You, you didn't know that. No, I never heard that before. What? Uh, why would that be? Why would that be unsafe at any speed in the Volkswagen be fine? It was the same, same damn car, basically. All right. Let's not get off track here. Because people don't know what the hell we're talking about. So back to Kamala. This is what happens when you try to sit there and say, we need equity. We need a black woman. We don't need a black woman. You need the best person that if somebody croaks the president or the president strokes out or croaks himself, somebody can run the country. What the hell is going to happen if Biden just, you know, they give him too much Adderall one day and all of a sudden he locks up, seizes up and she's in charge of the country. What are we going to do then? Like, we, as a country, we, we have no way. Is there any way to recall? I mean, I don't know enough to know enough, but is there any way to recall this? Say, look, I understand. We all hated Trump, and we wanted him out of office and all. We did. He was the only guy to run, and, and we made a big mistake. And we need to, we got to fix this because we got, we need, we're like terrible times here. We need strong leadership. Well, you know who would temporarily become number two, right? Well, that's Nancy. Nancy Pelosi. He's falling out of my mouth. Oh, Jesus. But it was um, Slava Ukraine. It was about Ukraine. Uh, it just, uh, Mike McFall, others. Slava oh, Ukraine. The larger issue about Putin's tax. That's, a, a, that's really Putin's gas it's hike. It's Putin's gas hike. That's his gas hike. This, uh, so much of this uh, increase in the gas tax uh, gas uh, price started uh, uh, weeks. You sound like me five minutes ago. What happened there? 
We're stronger today than we were a year ago. And we will be stronger next year than we are today. America comes flat on its back. It was the Democrats, it was you that brought us back. Now it's true we got some Republicans friends to help on the for, on the recovery on, excuse me on the infrastructure act. Uh, Where are you? They're in Pittsburgh. Anyway, I just out reached out to Pittsburgh. Headline fact checker in the New York Times. Republicans wrongly blame Biden for rising gas prices. Don't let anybody tell you anything you did supporting the idea that we block Russian oil coming into the country, which is going. And I said at the time, prices are going to go up for gasoline. It wasn't anything we did. And the idea, can we uh, uh, pump more oil? There are now uh, uh, now five. There are, we have to do this. We have to do this. We have to ask it easy. Ask the biggest. Those are the, the biggest corporations who pay very little to raise their hand. If you can make a billion dollars, make it. But for God's sake, pay your fair share for damn it. What does that have right to do now? with fucking gas prices? Well, I'm thinking what they were doing is they're cutting a bunch, bunch of his gaffes together is what they were doing. None of it all had to do with gas prices. He was. Oh, that was the nature. That was the topic of that particular I want to say speech, but it's more like mumbling. He's not coherent. He's not here. There's, I don't know who's running this country, but it ain't him. And here's the other thing. And I'm serious about this. Where's Congress in all this? Congress should be sitting or should be doing something to take over. That's what they're there for. Not just not there to line their pockets and get their, uh, all the money, make all kinds of money in the stock market from insider trading. I know that's what they think they're there for. Listen, if somebody decides to uh, send out a nuclear missile, it doesn't matter anymore. We're all done. Over. It's over. And everybody's jumping around like they're treating this like it's no big deal. I don't understand. This is as, this is as serious as it's, this is as serious as it's ever been in my lifetime. Almost, I should Whoa, say that. I was, alive for the, I was alive for the Cuban Missile Crisis. I was like two years old. Yeah, Look, I, I sound like Biden now. I was, yeah, I was two years old during the Cuban Missile Crisis. I didn't really remember it, but this is as bad as that. And we've got Yosemite Sam in the uh, White House. Have I know the job of this podcast is us to do the commentary, but it's I can't beat what this guy says. And, and he comes up with an excellent slogan. I don't know that he created it, but here we go. We're going to go up. Can't do much right now. Russia is possible. This is the worst spineless president that we've ever had in, in history. A president that gets asked, what are you going to do about the gas prices that millions of Americans are suffering from? And this man who literally campaigned on being a transparent administration, as well as an administration that takes responsibility. Remember the big deal that we had with Trump before? Never took responsibility. The number one reason why a lot of Democrats even voted for this wet sleeping bag, because they were like, we want a president that takes responsibility and doesn't blame everybody else. And then he literally looks America in the eyes and says, there's nothing I can do about your gas prices. It's Russia's fault. Let me go home and take a nap. Russia's fault. I understand there are many powers that be and it's not 100% Biden's fault. 
But as someone who is pretending to be the leader of the free world, you're supposed to look your people in the eyes and say, I'm going to do everything I possibly can to fix this crisis that's happening right now. And I'm going to spend every waking minute, even though it may only be three hours a day, trying to relieve the American people of these exorbitant gas prices. But instead, you literally just say, nothing I can do about it. It's Russell's responsibility. I forgot. Uh, are you our president or is Putin? Absolute joke, you spineless 8646. 8646. Excellent slogan. Absolutely. I love that. Wet sleeping bag. That was my favorite. <laughs> I'm going to do everything in my power not to shit my pants. I mean, Putin. He's gay prices up in there. And if it wasn't Putin, it would be Trump. Because I, not my fault. I didn't do this. Can't Every time. Every every time I get gas now, I'm going to be doing this in my head. 81, 2, 2, 3, 3, 4, 4, 84, down 5, 85, 86, 87, 88, 88, here, 9, there, 89, 90, 1, and 92, 93, 33, 4, 94, 95, 96, He's auctioning off his 20 gallons of gas, 90 something dollars. I mean, come on, cut me a break. I mean, people can't handle this. This is, you want to talk about a tax? This is a carbon tax. Drive the price of gas up so high that nobody can can use it. This is a carbon different. Tax. Look, I'm all for the green energy thing, okay? But really? we're not Why? there yet. Well, because I I agree that burning fossil fuels that we've been doing for what, 120, 130 years is not really doing good. And it does have an end. There's a finite amount of it. I get that. But the problem is we're not it, it's not time. We're not ready. It's not time. Well, okay, what anybody why, why? Because for the last, I don't know, 50 or 60 years, we've subsidized oil companies and we've uh, we put them above everything else. We've allowed them to squash any cars that get 100 miles a gallon, you know, any, any kind of designs for that. To be fair. To be fair. That was, that was diesel. Yeah, but okay. Well, so diesel is what, I don't know, brings the bread to the, to the now, grocery I remember, store shelves. So. I remember when gas went up like this before everybody ran out and got diesel because diesel was cheaper. I, you know, it right. was cheaper. Now all of a sudden it's more expensive, which is, well, you get more mileage out of diesel from what I know. Right. I don't know enough. No, I, I hate diesel. Like I diesel hate the sound they make. I hate the sound. <laughs> back in the day that that was a joke back in the nineties, you know, my buddies and I, we were all car guys and we'd see a, like a Benz with diesel on the back of the car and we'd, oh, that's a theft deterrent. You know, because diesel wasn't uh, available at every gas station back then. So that's yeah, very true. You have to go out. It's not just gas prices. Uh, oh, I'm right. not sure where this was. This guy doesn't tell you where he's at, but here's KFC drive through. I know I ain't tweaking, but this shit done got higher than a motherfucker. <laughs> Look, even selling dollar for a 16 piece eight biscuit. Fifty-seven, fifty. I'm taking my beat out the dinner, bro. Fifty-seven, fifty-seven dollars and fifty cents for. Hold it, roll that back. I didn't even. Oh shit! You just shut it off. I can bring it back up. I can bring it back. You know, it's just a couple clicks, dog. Is he speaking English? (laughs) Oh come on, what? Oh, because he doesn't speak White Cracker, New Jersey. Whatever. I understood every word he said. My balls broken for my accent. Let's hear it again. I know I ain't tweaking. But this shit done got higher than a motherfucker. $57 for a 16-piece eight biscuit. 
Bro, I'm taking my beat out the donut, bro. I don't even know. I don't even know what he said. That last sentence, I don't even know what that said. I I will do that. I don't even know what that is. He learned from Biden. I guess. I don't know. There's a, a warning regarding prices. Uh, I don't want everybody to like, you know, watch this crap and go out. No, oh, I'm going to panic buy everything. But it is a little bit of information that you might want to know. So the UN is now warning that global food prices could jump by as much as 22% soon. It already has. 22%. I don't know what he's talking. Yeah, of course. Like global. The global. Price change for gasoline has been over the past two years, it's been 38%. That's not true. It's doubled. In the past week, it's been 13%. I think he's talking globally. And food jumping 22% will be incredible because it's 22 percent above their already elevated levels if there was ever a time to be a prepper it's right now yeah you need to prep and get you a pop filter well i also got the interpreter for that last guy at the kentucky fried chicken drive through go ahead i knew you were gonna pick that one <laughs> i had something oh the drive through so I got a story about the drive-through. So me and the boy were out yesterday, and whenever we're out, he's like, "Come on, let's go to McDonald's, Dad." I'm like, "Okay, let's go to McDonald's," because I've really been good. I've really been trying to stay away from fast food. So we go to McDonald's, and you and now they have that double line thing where you pull up to the double line, and then it takes you into the single line. And I really think that there should be a rule that when you pull up, you have. 45 seconds to order if it takes you longer than 45 seconds to order you have to go out go around get back in line again and this will teach people the etiquette that you need to pull up and order i've never because i had the window down and i'm listening to these morons trying to order and the one lady is ordering and she's she don't care about the food she cares about the toy that comes in the happy meal I want the, not that toy. I want this toy. Is there any way I, cause I got the other toy. I'm like, get out of the line. Who gives a shit about your goddamn toy? Walk up, you pull up. You say, I want a number five large with a diet Coke and a crispy chicken sandwich. Hey, what kind of toy does that come with? And that's it. There you go. Did you want a boy's girl, a boy's toy or a girl's toy? Boy, you, you won't hear that asked ever again. Will you? Oh, oh Yeah. Non-gender can't have that. Can't have Ooh, a boy. Can't have a girl. Ask. Holy uh, cow! Can we have about... a non-binary toy, please. <laughs> what is that? A, a stick? <laughs> just a stick. Just a pencil. A yeah, something like that. <laughs> Holy cow! The chat's fired up. They're all in there. They're going to barter. They're going to make eggs, and they're going to raise chickens. And that's the truth too. You think we're going to starve? You know, the next thing you know, everybody's front yard, everybody's backyard is going to be a garden. Yeah, my wife's uh, growing got a a room in our house kind of dedicated to her growing uh seeds from nothing and then she's going to transplant them and blah 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 so right yep you know i'll tell you who i if i was a deer i'd be afraid now because the mm. they're good eating i saw yeah. one on the side of the road the other day 
you won't have to worry about cleaning them up anymore off the side of the road. People will be out. I'll take this half. You get that half. Mm-hmm. Here's a leg. Here's a cut off his head and <laughs> yeah, drag him home. I've had plenty of roadkill. It's not bad. If you if you never see had it, deer. It. never had venison. Oh, big shock. What? Well, no, I I would eat it. I just don't. I've never been anywhere where they're like, "Hey, I'm making some venison. You want some?" Oh, okay. You know, everybody wants to blame Biden. Everybody wants to blame Putin. Everybody wants to blah, 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 blah. But there's also blame to be laid upon these assholes. This is about to become unhinged and terrifying. So buckle up your entire life, your nine to five, your retirement fund, the news you watch on TV, the gas you put in your car, the phone that you're watching this on is effectively controlled by one company. And that company is BlackRock with over $10 trillion under their management. That is more than the GDP of every country in the world, except for the United States and China. BlackRock and its primary competitor, Vanguard, which they are heavily invested in, own 18% of Fox, 16% of CBS, 12% of Disney, 12% of CEN, all of your news. They are the biggest shareholder of Apple, of Mobile, of Google, of Microsoft, of Johnson Electric, of Chevron, of JP Morgan Chase. Since COVID started, they have increased their assets under management from $7 trillion with a T to over $10 trillion. Biden's top economic advisor, this guy, former BlackRock exec. He also used to work for Obama. Kamala Harris's chief economic advisor, BlackRock, former chief investment strategist. The founder of BlackRock caused the financial crisis in 2008. I can keep going. Well, I guess I'm we're going to powers that are against you, not just, you know. I guess we're going to dance them down the street and shave their heads. Isn't what Adam Curry always says? Well, they're the ones that are, are also buying up entire neighborhoods before they're even built just so that they can rent them out. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. you know, a hedge fund bought my brother's house. He used to live five houses down from me. He had to retire and go on disability. So he had to move in with my mother and his home was bought by a hedge fund, which is basically what BlackRock does. Yep. I don't know that it was BlackRock that bought it, but if I had to guess, the realtor told me that the realtor who represented the hedge fund or the buyer had a purse of $300,000 to blow on a house and they bought my brother's for 130 something. So that was a while ago, but there you go. anyway, so yeah, that's, that's what's going on. I mean, it's, if I didn't have, you know, a hedge fund buy my brother's home, I, I would be a little more skeptical of everybody saying, oh, look what they're doing. But it happened right here to my brother on my street. So I get it. Well, we got to pour one out. Let's pour one, one in. Pouring one out for William Hurt. Ow. He died. What did he hurt? He died. He's the uh, actor. And what I didn't realize was, that's a long one. I usually, I don't know, was, was he vaccinated? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. He was uh, 71. Oh, really? Okay. I didn't know he was, he was that old. Yeah, he was 71. I thought I had all this marked up, and of course I don't. Yeah. Right. Well, we don't really care. But one of the things that um, that I was bringing this up for was he used to date Marley Matson. Uh Mar- Molly Madden. Molly Madden. Molly Madden. Uh, yep. And uh, apparently he wasn't a nice guy. Wasn't she in like LA Law or something like that? Some of those type shows. A, I forget. But she was. She's an actress. I. We, she hasn't been been in much lately that I know of. But anyhow, he was dating her. He was thirty seven. She was nineteen. Ooh. And uh, when. Wrong with that. 
Oh, it's legal. So she won. She won an actress. She was the first deaf actor who, for to win an Oscar. So when they were in the uh, car, the limo afterwards, he turned to her and said, "Do you really believe you deserve that? You think you know? There's so many people that have been acting for so long, and now all of a sudden you get this prestigious award." I heard he said, "I think you deserve this." Go ahead. That's what I heard he said. Right. And uh, so she wrote a book about this. And apparently he did a Harvey Weinstein on her where he came home drunk one night and started yelling at her and screaming at her. And basically from the, the account in the book, which is very explicit, too explicit for this show. And that's pretty explicit. You mean like that last comment from Mike? <clears throat> I didn't see the last comment from Mike because I'm, I'm not paying attention. Uh, the name of the book is I'll scream later. And she's not, he's not a nice guy. And usually when people die, you know, everybody's like, Oh, it's such a shame. And such a nice guy. But Janice Dean, who is the Fox news weather girl, who also was very vocal when it came to, Andrew Cuomo, she yeah. had this to say. It's sad that William Hurt died. He was a great actor, but important to remember, he hurt women. Quite badly, in fact. When Marley Matlin accused William Hurt of sexual assault. So, and then if it goes, you go down further, she says, yes, sad that he died. And I'm sure he was wonderful to some, but you can't forget about it. he hurt people too. Well, it was his last name. And then she says, I understand that people were mad at me for bringing it up. Eh, you know what? Maybe let let them bring it. I mean, maybe wait a day, not on the day that he died. I don't know. What do you think? You call him out for being a piece of shit right away or what? If he was, yeah, I'm kind of tired of everybody that dies. They're all like, oh, he's such a wonderful person. He was he was perfect. He was next to Jesus. It's like, no, I'm, I'm sure he's a, got issues. Everybody's got issues. Mm-hmm. All right. Anything like else? You every every cop that gets shot in the line of duty, they're like, "Oh, he was he was the best cop ever." Really? <laughs> I'm sorry. I just don't. I just get tired of the backslapping and the boohooing and the thoughts and prayers bullshit. I like real stuff. You know, if he died, that's sad. It sucks. Died in the line of duty. But I mean, there are drug addicts who die in the line of duty too. It's called an overdose. I don't think that's really quite the same, Bob. I don't know where you're going with this. Speaking of death. Everyone died doing what they loved. <laughs> Saudi Arabia executes 81 people in a single day in the largest mass killing for decades. They're um, doing, performing basically genocide, right? In like Yemen or something? Yes. Yes, they are. But we don't talk about that because, well, we like them and we get oil from them and stuff. Well, the the mainstream media doesn't put it on the news and talk about it. And it's not all over social media all the time. It's totally cool though, that we buy oil from them. Yes, it is. So uh, Saudi Arabia executed 81 people in a day, the largest mass execution by the kingdom in modern history, dwarfed by 67 executions reported there in all of 2021, 27 in 2020. So they're breaking records over in Saudi Arabia. Hmm. Uh, they've well, also Khashoggi. They've also executed members of Al Qaeda, the so-called Islamic State group 
backers of the Yemen Hooties Rebels. So if you back the Rebel, Rebel, the Rebel Houthi members, then uh, that's a death penalty. Yeah, I guess there's no parole for these people. So, I mean, you think we're hard on crime? Like, in other words, could you imagine if during the riot that they would just take these people, round them all up, then execute them? You think there'd be any more riots? No, maybe during the, the insurrection. Oh, wait a minute. They're already doing that. <clears throat> well, they're not executing them. Might they as can't. well. Would you rather Would you rather be executed or spend the rest of your life in a prison for mm, a, a bad decision? Houthis. What did I say? Hooties? Hooters. Mm. <laughs> well, did you see? All the, uh, hoots, all the Hooters girls are in Yemen. <laughs> they're, they're the ones getting executed. Sorry. Did you uh, look at that article I sent you in regards to Iran firing missiles at or near that, you know, landed near uh, the American consulate or an American consulate in Iraq and Netanyahu uh, come out uh, yesterday, I guess it was, and, and talked about it and said, yeah. And, you know, Biden is in talks with Iran. You, you remember the thing that Obama did with the, you know, pallets full of cash and the airplane and all that stuff and trying to make a, a nuclear arms agreement with them. Yeah. So Biden's trying to basically rekindle that because Trump killed it. And yet here they are, they're launching missiles at, uh, near the American consulate. I haven't read any reason on why that was done. Well, what happened was that, um, Israel made a strike in, I think it was Syria, and I don't know, I'm not 100%, but anyhow, it killed two revolutionary guard soldiers or generals or something like that, so they were pissed off. And what this was, was this was a warning shot to say, hey, listen, get Israel under control. And so basically, that's what they wanted. So, But they didn't hit the consulate, they just shot around the consulate, just yeah. saying that they could. And so what they're basically saying is to Biden. Control your bitch. See, you worry about being wrong because you worry about what other people think of you because you're a cunt. Your dad's a vagina and your grandparents are cunts. Yeah, there's basically, he's a weakling and nobody's, and he, and he doesn't stand up to anybody. If, what do you think would have happened to Iran if they would have shot missiles near the consulate, consulate in in northern Iraq with Trump in office. What do you think would have happened? You think he would have just sat there and said, eh, well, you know what? Better not. You better not get any closer, you guys over there. You know, we're very, very powerful over here. And if you do something that we don't like, oh, you do something. at least they didn't hit the consulate. I mean, you know, yeah. I can't get anything right. He would have lit that place up. And they knew that. They knew that he would do that. And so they wouldn't, they would not shoot missiles near the consulate. They wouldn't even think about doing any of that shit. But not Biden. I'm going to tell you we're going to do something to, to take care of this and it's probably because of the the oil that's because of Putin. Putin's fault. Putin, Putin. Well, did you hear the Tucker clip? It was on uh, No Agenda yesterday where he references, you know, gas prices and all that, but then he goes into a poll in regards to war and the poll kind of breaks it down by class of okay. you know, uh, American. I'll go ahead and play. It's just an audio clip. Sorry, I don't have video. 
And by the way, you better not complain about this. Good Americans love higher gas prices. They love suffering for a cause they don't understand. CNN looked into it, and that's what they found. Watch. People we've spoken to over the last couple weeks, they're okay paying higher prices if it means holding Russia accountable for what they are doing in Ukraine. But these prices are likely going to creep higher. Turns out Americans are delighted to be poor and helpless. They love it because poverty means holding Russia accountable. Not Putin's poverty. That's not going to happen. Your poverty. Well, how exactly does your poverty hold Putin accountable? CNN didn't ask that question. But the polling company Rasmussen did ask, that's what they do, they asked this question, quote, if a wider war breaks out in Europe, should the U.S. military be involved? Pretty simple question. The answer was not simple, though. The answer varied by income. This may not surprise you. The people who actually fight our wars, the people making under 30 grand a year, were overwhelmingly opposed to this war. Only 37% of them supported military action. And then it changed going up. The richer and more cut off from physical reality people got, the more ardently they supported war with Russia. And it turns out that's the subset you see. Those are the people on television, the people with fake jobs and inherited money. They're totally for it. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, Bob, you know what I did? I went and on my Twitter profile, I put the Ukraine flag on my Twitter. Twitter oh, so you're helping. Yes, I am. I Take that, Putin. Take that. I have a, a Ukraine flag on my my uh, social media profiles in support of Ukraine. That's what I'm doing. I'm doing something, Bob. I'm not just sitting around here not doing anything. I've done that. I've, I've told people. I, you know what I did the other day? Uh, they said uh, salad. Well, I had a salad. They said, what dressing? I said, I'll tell you what, no Russian dressing. Not having any of that commie dressing on my salad. Hey, I've even stopped playing Russian roulette. <laughs> As a matter of fact, I've also stopped having any sense of urgency for anything. Right. I'm no longer Russian for anything. Yeah, well, yeah, Biden, he's also doing something around children. He's uh, trying to do away with his Russian hands and Roman fingers. Hi-oh! <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go back to the old days, John. Which is? Uh, just pre pre-internet i guess i don't know i don't Just, know i don't i don't like pre-internet i like the internet i'm, I, I'm a fan of the internet i miss uh i miss not being able to answer a question you know when it's asked of me like hey uh what's the lug nut size on an 86 dodge charger uh what's the firing order of a chevy 305 <laughs> That's uh, one eight four three six five seven two. Is there a point to this, Bob, or are you having a stroke? No, I just, <laughs> I, just I kind of miss not having uh, all this information. I, I kind of preferred being dumb, and and there was a reason I was dumb. Now there isn't one. Uh, all right, I'm confused because even though we have a phone and all this information around us, just this episode alone proves that we don't know everything. And we can't bring everything. There's, we don't have the information at the tips of our fingers. Like, well, first of all, I don't have the memory for it. And to be honest with you, I don't even know why I'm doing this show, except I enjoy it. But the fact is that we do. I like it. I like being able to say, Alexa, what is the firing order for a Chevy 305 engine? One eight four three. Here's something I found on the web, according to Fixia.com. Firing order for a 305 is 1843 I already said that. There you go. 
See, I like that. I like having information at the tips of my finger. Hold on. Alexa, how old was William Hurt? William Hurt died on March 13th, 2022 at the age of 71. Yeah, see, I got that one right. Look at me. <laughs> I like having all this information at the at your fingertips when someone says to you, you know, any question. Hold on, I'll look that up. But one thing I'll tell you I don't like is my uh, Go Duck Go. Is it Go Duck Go? What is it now? Duck Duck Go. Duck Duck Go. Well, that's been bought out by Google. So why? why Did they really that? buy that? Is that true? I don't know. Look it up on Duck Duck Go and find out. Hold on. Alexa, who owns Duck Duck Go? Duck Duck Go is owned by Duck Duck Go Incorporated, which is owned by Google Alphabet. Alexa, is Duck Duck Go owned by Alphabet? This might answer your question. Duck Duck Go is owned by Duck Duck Go Incorporated. I think you're. I think you're. That's uh, fake info, Bob. Okay. I think it's fake news that you're giving out there. To be quite honest with you. All right. So anyhow, now they're doing the same shit where they're taking information and throttling it where you can't get to it. And so now what do we do? Where do we go now? Because you say you can get the answer to every question. What answer? The answer that they want you to have or the real answer? Or can we have a bunch of different opinions and then we can go in there and look at what everybody says and make our own opinion? So what you you love not knowing, that's what you like? Well, that's a uh, Chris Brown bit, isn't it? Or sorry, Chris Rock. I don't know why Chris I said Brown. Chris Brown. Chris Rock. Chris, See, I don't know. <laughs> I love not knowing shit. I, I, I don't know if that's a Chris Rock one or not. I really don't know that. Well, he said black people. Whoa. He didn't say black people, but he said the, and you know, N words, love oh. not knowing to answer the old question. That is true. I do remember that now. <laughs> they, they love. I don't know that shit. N word. Holy cow. The chat's fired up. I don't know what's going on over there, but there's talk of, of fingering a chick. I don't know what's going on. I didn't do it. Wasn't me. My girl, Tulsi Gabbard's in trouble. Mitt Romney says that she spouts treasonous lies that may cost lives over the Russian Ukraine invasion. Well, she was also supported by the world economic forum. So, so is Dan Crenshaw. Oh, probably oh, I don't trust him. Dan Crenshaw is a piece of shit. You don't like him either? No. Anybody that takes money from Klaus Schwab is a piece of shit. All right. Period. I'm I, stopped. I, that should be like the the gauge from which we round them up. Oh, really? Yeah. If your campaign is taking money from Klaus Schwab, you're out. You're out of here. Hmm. Go to the gallows. Yeah. Well, well, we're getting ready for a revolution, right? Are we? It's going to have to be soon. Why did you drop a YouTube link in here? Like, what am I going to, I can't even copy and paste it. Oh, and he's talking you know, to like, you can't wheelbarrow full of gonna, here. Everybody type that in. <laughs> like, <laughs> and if you're listening to the audio version, I'm going to take Doug's advice. HTTPS. U T U dot B E forward slash. All right. So what are we doing here? The show I, just went off the rails. I'm screwed. So, all right. Well, we've done an hour and ten minutes. We can end it now. Yeah, I got to go to work. 
All right, let's do that. Let's want to. I understand that. What I'm saying is, let's just and we can end the show instead of sitting here looking like a bunch of douchebags, idiots, morons, morons, Democrats. Oh, I don't hey. want to. Talk. I don't. I don't want to talk about the war in Ukraine anymore. I want to talk about the war on the middle class. All right, I like that. No more of this because everybody else is talking about it. I think that's more news. Mm-hmm. All of this shit that's going on is all a war on the middle class. And and the poor, I guess you could say that too. Yeah. Well, the middle class is now the new poor because uh, the, that's what they I, want. Well, I mean, you know, they have inflation is killing. I mean, basically, inflation is just devaluing, devaluing. Oh my God, I can't speak. <laughs> devaluing the dollar, making it worth less. So we're poorer now than we ever were. Gas prices nationwide hit a new record high today, $4.33 a gallon. That's up almost 50 cents since just last week. And starting next Wednesday, Uber is adding a temporary surcharge of 45 cents or 55 cents per ride. Uber says the surcharge is meant to soften the blow of higher gas prices on drivers. And they say that, that, that all of that money goes to the driver, but do you believe that? Yeah, I do. Yeah, because... Here, this is what's going to happen to Uber and all those ride shares. If it becomes where it's not profitable to run your car anymore and make any money, they'll stop doing it. They're not going to do it at a loss, would you? Of course not. Right. Same way if you have someone door dash something to your house. I've increased the tip that I give them when they hand me food through the window. I can't afford DoorDash. I can't afford DoorDash. You can't afford an extra five dollars. No, I just can't afford Seven. my my food being ice cold by the time it gets here. Whatever. I live out in the, I live a little out in the country, man. Oh, so when you go, oh, okay. So then, if you go out to pick up your takeout and bring it home, is it any warmer than when they do it? Well, I don't do necessarily do takeout. We if we go somewhere and buy hot food, we usually eat it while it's hot. Either there or on the ride home. Okay. Oh, you eat in your car. What is that? A not allowed in Jersey? No, it's allowed. Some people just, I just, you're so tight assed about your car and everything. I just figured that you wouldn't eat inside your car. I use my van as a paint wagon. All right. Okay. Just saying. What? <laughs> I don't really get the, like the motive of your hate. The modem of your all I said was I I would think the way that you like to vacuum and keep everything clean, that eating in the car would be Yeah, oh, there's yeah. there's days that I, I get in my van and I'm like, Jesus Christ, that's forty five thousand dollars and I got it covered in dust because when I go paint an apartment and I put everything back in my van, even though I have the cargo mats and everything's you know protected, my dash gets covered in all the dust that gets, you know, picked up by Occasionally use a drop cloth and man, all their little lint and dust and dog hair and whatever gets all over those. And they end up in my van on my dash. It's just, ugh. see, drives me so crazy. It wouldn't, it wouldn't Yeah, So exactly. So I know you, and I would just thought that it would be, you know, you wouldn't eat. And then forget about that eating in such a dirty environment. I figured that would gross you out. Well, it doesn't stay dirty. Like I clean it. Like I, I wipe it down and I vacuum it. Of course but, you do. Yeah, I'm a fucking. I, it's a forty-five thousand dollar goddamn minivan. Now it's probably eighty thousand dollars if you went and bought one. But that's another weird thing for me. I I used to go through a, a car a year. I would just get bored with it and I'd trade in. I'd 
you know what? This year I want a minivan. Next, this year I want a Corvette. This year I want a pickup truck, and I just go get another one. And not anymore. I'm keeping this bitch till the wheels fall off because the prices of cars is just way out there, way out there. Okay. All right. What have you not kept up with that? Yeah, yeah, of course I have. But I'm just saying that I know how anal retentive you are about your things. That's and all. you're not. I'm not saying that I'm not. I'm just saying that it was. It shocked me that you ate in your car, and because of all the things you just spouted for the past five minutes, I don't think that's a stretch, right? Well, my car is probably cleaner than the damn booth at fucking Arby's. Okay, what? <laughs> Nothing, dude. They it's don't have the whole thing about. I, I I don't want DoorDash because it's going to bring the food. It's going to be cold. Now it's we be eat cold. Car. All right. Who the fuck wants cold food? Who, uh, if you're I've gonna DoorDash some shit, what are you gonna DoorDash? McDonald's? No, you're gonna DoorDash something decent. Like what? I don't know. Uh, Five guys or something. I don't know. What did? What would you eat that you would go and DoorDash to your house? I don't know because I've never done it. Because I'm not so lazy that I don't just get in my car. Hey, hey honey, you want to grab a bite? Let's go. I'm just okay. Let's say this. Never mind. I, I'm not even going to get into it because it's not worth it. It's not worth it. I just don't understand. I mean, I've never had a cold meal from anything I've had delivered to the house. What's the furthest restaurant from your house that you've ever door dashed from? Five miles, three miles, 10 miles, 20 miles? Probably three miles. Okay. I mean, I, listen, you can't swing a dead cat from here and not hit a a fast food pizza joint, Chinese joint. Right. I mean, we have, I mean, it's, it's all over here, so it doesn't matter. I, I just don't understand. Like I, I don't live that far out in the sticks where I would have to worry about the food not being cold. Well, I do. What's steak out? I'm seeing something in the uh, that, chat about steak. That is an, an, is an amazing place that was actually created here uh, back in the eighties. They deliver steaks, hamburgers, that kind of stuff. And how far away is that from your house? Outside of their delivery area, there's about four or five branches here. Now they they actually tried to franchise. They opened one up where I lived in Florida, in Melbourne, Florida, and it was only open for like six months. And I'll tell you what, I don't know why. It's killer food, man. Excellent. We have one here too. There's still one here. Is there? Yeah, it's in a strip. Yeah. You know what? It might not be the same because you what you're saying that they sound like it's a a franchise. I mean a franchise, but this looks like it's just like a a pizza place in a strip mall. Not really that big of a deal. I'll bring it up real quick. Okay. You do that. There it is. Stakeout is the same logo and everything. Yeah. How about See, it was created here in Unceville, Alabama, which oddly enough is not on the list. (laughs) That's weird. Look at that diverse picture. Look at diversity and equity right there. Yeah. It's a cool place. And if you, if you go there and you order, like if you walk in and order and you wait for it, I think you're, I haven't been there in a while to do this, but every time I've gone prior, if you do that, your drink's free. Like you just grab a drink or they, they have excellent, uh, uh, tea, things like that. So okay, okay. it's kind of nice, but they're outside of your delivery area. Uh, well, I'm in the County by about 50 feet. The answer is yes or no. Someone cares. <laughs> Yes or no? I mean, I, you're 50 yes, feet out outside of my delivery area, John. Okay. All right. All right. There we go. 
Why are you such a dick? I'm not. I'm just trying to figure out what that. I mean, again, you with the thing and the eating and the the, the idiosyncrasies, the OCD that you have. I don't want to pay like forty two dollars for cold food. I guess. I don't Why know. Is that an idiosyncrasy? I don't. I don't understand. Yeah, every, listen, everything you do is a certain. Th- you don't think you have OCD? You don't think you're a, a, a obsessive compulsive? No, I think I've okay. You if you get out of if if you get out of bed every morning and you bump your head, do you not change what side of the bed you get out on? Hello, apples, meat, oranges. What? You don't think that you have if I, obsessive if I, if compulsive I'm, things that you do? On I have lived long basis? enough. That if that if I do things this way and they are continually shit, I'll do them a different way. Yeah, but you have a particular way of doing everything. Everything. What? So what? Okay, I'm just everybody saying. It's OCD. Everybody no, no, everybody does not. They don't. Everybody doesn't. So you get out of bed and your bare feet, right? And you walk across your kitchen floor, which I assume is not carpet. Correct. Um, and and you're like, man, my feet feel a little. Yeah, icky on this floor. I should clean it. Does that never cross your brain? You probably have a cleaning service. Of course I do. I have a clean lady comes oh, in every day. Jesus week. Christ. Of course I do. You know are why? Because I don't are like you cleaning. home while they do it. I absolutely I'm I'm home while they do it. Yes. Why wow. would I why would I do something I hate to do when they could come in, do it faster and better? Did you and it's and and so I learned a long time ago to do what you do well and pay people to do stuff that you don't do well and don't like to do. I would rather give somebody $80 to come over here, clean the whole kitchen, clean the bathroom, run the vacuum, dust the house, and then it's done. And I don't have to do it. You've only done that while you've been a a bachelor, correct? You weren't doing that. Like you didn't have a a cleaning service when you were married. No, no, no. She fired it. That was the first thing she did when I had a cleaning lady. I got married. I wanted to keep the cleaning lady and she fired the cleaning lady. Wow. Yeah. I was like, okay. what you- well, that's cool. I'm not having someone come in and clean my house. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Oh, so yeah. your wife's got OCD or yeah. your, sorry, ex-wife, whatever. And, and then she's like, you know, you, why don't you clean the bathroom? I said, I don't clean bathrooms. I hire people to clean bathrooms. Again, they are reading my thoughts. <laughs> He's usually waiting in his room with his pants off making eye contact while that's well first of all the to be 100 percent transparent my ex-wife is the person that comes over and that's who i pay to clean my house i wish i knew best move i've ever made what should i put on a t-shirt yeah i don't know i I wish they because the uh (laughs) chat is about uh, 20 seconds yeah i can't if i said something i don't remember what i said that's t-shirt worthy well, I mean, I I know you should put this on a shirt. I'm a donut boy. I'm a donut boy. Oh, I've, I've heard, donut boy. heard Bob's feelings. You didn't hurt my feelings at all. I'm just saying it's you have everybody knows that knows you, Bob, that you have OCD ways of doing things. There we go. You do. That's what he said. Yeah. Do what you do well. Pay others to do what you don't do well. There you go. That's yep. it. Oh. Also, I told you the story. I was out mowing my lawn one time, and the was when I was working in the elevator business, and the answering service kept calling and trying to give me calls. And then the mechanic, a mechanic called me. He goes, "Why are you t- taking these calls?" I said, "I'm mowing my lawn." He goes, "What are you out of your mind?" He says, "You take one call, you buy, you pay for a lawn service for the whole month." 
He said, I sent you three calls. It's costing look how much money it's cost you. That's I true. Pushed, I pushed a lawnmower into the garage. And it was the last time I touched a lawnmower. <laughs> I, I hired a lawn service. They come out, they do they do everything, and they, oh, I, I go out and take one call, and it pays for the whole thing. Yeah, but how big's your yard? It it wasn't big, but still, I, I, I mean, guarantee you, have to you do the, the gas. It takes you to do the lawn right. It takes you about I don't know four or five hours mm. to do the lawn right. You know, by the time you cut it, edge it, do the weed whacking, clean everything up, blow all the stuff off the, you know, clean that off. It's four or five hours, even if it's a small yard. I've got right at an acre, just barely over an acre and it takes me about two hours. And that's, I have a monster of a ditch. That's about 500 feet long that I have to maintain that motherfuckers throw. We found a catalytic converter in my ditch the other day. <laughs> I'm not, I'm, I'm not joking, man. Me and my wife were out there. Actually, it, it was her primarily. I was trying to help, but I was too late. Yeah, I mean, listen, yeah. if you if that's something you enjoy, if you enjoy doing yard work and it's, you know, recreational for you and you enjoy that stuff, that's fine. I didn't I like, like it. I hated it. I hated yeah. doing lawn work. It was it's stupid. I'm allergic to grass. So by the time I got done, I'm sneezing and hacking. Uh, see, I don't have those allergies. I It took me a while to find a pair of Bluetooth headphones that could be loud enough. I have a zero turn, so the engine's right here at my back and it's a little loud. Yeah, I, I just listen to podcasts or, you know, music, and I got an hour out there just riding around on my big toy. It's, I, I love it. I love playing with my toys. Yeah, apparently now I am a, I'm a well-to-do. I drink my shitty Jersey IPA with my pinky out. First of all, I don't drink IPA. No, I can't. I can't do all the hops. I can't do hoppy beers, man. It's, it's terrible. Bitter. I can't do it. Right. It's ridiculous. And I do it. I'm a lager, a lager man, if anything. I got it. I don't like that that dark stuff. And I definitely don't like that IPA stuff. And, uh, terrible. 12 pack the other day at dollar general of Coors light for $8 and 95 cents, man. You just can't beat that. It's cheap. Beer water. That's what Coors light is. it has. No taste that bud Whatever. light. No taste. No light. I like, well, right. see that that's an up North thing. They love light beer from Miller for some reason. I, I think it tastes it like taste. That's why. Okay. Coors Light's just like drinking uh, water, fizzy water that has like a slight beer taste to it. You know what else? I, I've never had one since they've come out. I've never tried any of that seltzer stuff, like the all that seltzer water stuff. Okay, here we go. What's this? In Germany, you have to specify that you want regular water or else you're getting shitty sparkling water in any restaurant. Really? Ugh. Ugh. Goddamn Europeans. They ruin everything. Yeah, and they probably get their water from Russia. And people say to me, oh, don't you want to travel? Don't you want to go outside the country? No, no, no I don't. No, no, I don't. My wife wants to go all over the world, and I'm like, have fun with that. Yeah, enjoy. I have no desire to leave the confines of the Continental 48. Why do I want to go to a country that doesn't speak the language? My language. The language. English. Well, my issue, part of it, is that, and... I don't eat that kind of food, so I don't know that I'd be able to eat. <laughs> I know that's ridiculous, but I'd probably lose weight over that week, but right. Oh my god. Big issue right. for me, man. I forgot I about that. Like if you go to, Yeah, if you go to, go to France or something like that, what would you eat? Just a yeah. baguette and some butter. Yes. Do you have the <laughs> le hot dog? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> 
How about a le hamburger? Le hamburger. Uh, we have a uh, pate, the goose liver pate. Um, how about a royale without cheese? A, a royale without cheese. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's amazing! You are you're, you are basically a three year old. I know. Uh, no, relegated to the air to the United States solely on your food choices. I, I like meat and taters, man. Meat and taters. Yeah, and you would probably do well in places like Ireland, England, places where uh, mm, I don't like boiled meat and taters. Oh, you! I can't with you. I just can't with your <laughs> with your <laughs> diet. Well, that's what I learned that from uh, Dennis uh, Leary that I, Irish cuisine is just you just boil everything for like nineteen and a half hours. Yeah, basically, and then and then, and then you drink it through a straw. You know, it's funny. I was talking about uh restaurants the other day and i said you know a uh, place sucks their food sucks when there's no re like you don't see any irish restaurants you don't really see any english restaurants unless it's pub food oh charlie's is that irish maybe but it's still it's just basically That's very americanized yeah. yeah it's very americanized they'll like, throw like in a, a shepherd's pie or something exactly a shepherd's pie but you know what you really don't see any of australian cuisine well, that's I mean, every, everything that they have sounds gay. Well, I'm just saying that's the stuff that they eat over there is horrible. Uh, Dave was sitting there the other day and he said something, Dave from Rubberneckers. He said, oh, how come we're out of shrimp paste? Shrimp paste? Shrimp paste? What would you like put shrimp paste? Sauce? I don't know. But I mean, they Vegemite. It's like green goop that you throw on bread. And mm -hmm. it, 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 uh, it wheat, wheat bix. It's wheat ridiculous. Bix. He, yeah, he likes to post. Well, he did like to. I don't know that he does anymore, but he used to post a lot of photos of what's in his bowl that he's eating right now. And usually it's got like an Asian flair to it. It's a lot of, you know, noodly uh, rice type stuff. Yeah, but I mean, there's Japanese food, Chinese food, Korean food, Vietnamese food, German. Well, yeah, but they're right. over there in that part of the world where I'm sure Asian food is very dominant. Yeah, I know that. I, I'm Mexican, uh, Canada and other places. You really don't have any food that comes out of Canada. What's Canadian? No, nothing's Canadian. But we have American food, like basically American food. But, uh, you know, that's why I say that's how you know whether a place has good Wait, food or not. If there's that kind of restaurant somewhere else. We have the Outback. Apex Doik House. That's not really, not really, really. You can order you a real burger. Made some fresh kangaroo meat. We got a blooming onion. We take the onion, we stick it in some goop, and then we fry it until you Americans eat it with some kind of sauce that we wouldn't we wouldn't make. I, you know what? I bet you there's not even an Outback in Australia. Well, there's an Outback, the real Outback. Yeah, when you go out and shoot a kangaroo and you 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 slaughter it and you roast it over an open fire. That's the real outback. While you're uh, av avoiding giant spiders and right. scorpions and snakes. It's, it's like a game of survivor out there. Bleeming onion. There you go. Mike Mike said bleeming onion. Bleeming onion. I don't know, man. I I like outback here. They got good food. So, you know something? If you recommend a restaurant, I immediately don't want to go there. Good. Because the food's going to be bland. There's going to have no taste. I love Taco Bell. Taco Bell's amazing. You go to Taco Bell. No, Whoa. but you said that you don't want to go where I, I recommend. So oh, 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 I, was say, I, you've I knew you never ate at a Taco Bell. Well, that is crazy. It's amazing. Yeah, because awesome. it's, yeah, the food uh, has flavors. You don't go there. 
If you recommend a place to eat, you don't, don't eat a Dunkin' Donuts. That that steakout place is probably shit food. It's probably horrible. It has no taste. It, 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 you'll get more flavor eating the box that it came in. There's a question in the chat that I want you to address. Okay, so Wednesday night, since we're getting ready to wrap it up here, Wednesday night, there is a possibility of Doug from Who's Right. He's going to grace us with his presence because Who's Right is not recording Wednesday night. They usually record the same time we do. So he might be here Wednesday night. I have to get back in touch with him. I don't know. He seems to want to come in here and talk to Bob. It was his idea. He did contact me, and I said, if you want to, I said, we'd be happy to have you come on, but we're, you know what? He said, I got an idea. Let's give him a podcast to listen to and to pull clips from. Uh, and then, and then we just won't even address that at all. No, because he would just pull every clip from this show. Cause this was one of our, right. Well, we won't address ever. clips, but it'll, you know, <laughs> stick him with a, like three hours of work that will be for nothing. That is the one thing that Canadians have that I can't believe is not in America. It's amazing. It's poutine. And poutine is so simple. It is French fries, uh, beef gravy, and cheese curds. And it's amazing. It is delicious. What about Moosehead beer? Moose? Well, they have their, you know, again, Moosehead beer. I I think that was pretty much Americanized beer that they just put a Canadian label on. Labatt's Moosehead. That's what Australia says. Well, that's what Dave says about um, Foster's. Holsters. Well, yeah, I mean, it's made in Texas. So, right. I bought one. It was just because I, I like the big giant can that it comes in, big old fat can. And I, I drank it. It was okay. It wasn't great. But then again, beer. I drink Coors Light and I'm fine with it. So, as far as I'm concerned, beer and wine taste like it's already been through somebody. I'm not a fan. I never drank wine and I don't think I ever will. I have no desire to drink wine. Right. Shocker. <laughs> Shut up. All right. Yeah. Boomer. slash boomer dot bunker. Dash bunker. Right. You can join us in the Patreon or join us in the discord. We also have, we don't have a Patreon, do we? We don't have a Patreon. I don't know. I don't think we do. Just for fun. You should convert the rubberneckers Patreon to rubberneckers slash boomer bunker. That would be hilarious. Oh, Just- oh, oh. all right, everybody. We'll see you next week. Or next um, week, Wednesday. What the hell?